Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. After years of travel all around the world, Laura decided to establish in Paris and help couples to celebrate their union. She was on my guest list for a pretty long time and I was looking forward to this interview after hearing some amazing feedbacks about her work. Her love for words and people goes a real long way and I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. So please welcome Laura Montorio, the Paris officiant on the French Wedding Podcast. Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lane. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I always say thank you to each and every one of my guests, but this is a special one because I have to tell you that you've been on my guest list for a pretty long time, actually, first of all, uh, partly because uh, we're doing the same thing, but also for the main reason that each and every one of my guests on the show talk to me about you. So this is a real pleasure to have you. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. That's so true as well. So <laughs> let's start with your your story. You're pretty much uh, an officiant, the parish officiant, because when I first started to uh, establish in Paris, my hometown, I did obviously a little bit of research uh, yeah. on the market and uh, you were all over the place. So what's the secret <laughs> behind that? Tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's any secret. I, I think I just love what I'm doing and I'm excited about it. And I don't know if there's any secret to it. When did you start? I started uh, five years ago. I soon have my five year business anniversary. So it's been a while and I love it as I did when I did it the first day. So I'm really happy about that because that, that is not happening with every job. So I'm thankful that I have a job that I enjoy every time I'm doing it. That's very true. And how did it all start it? Where, how did you come? Where are you from? Yeah. Tell me everything. <laughs> start, start with the beginning, right? Yes. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I am not French as uh, you can hear probably. And I'm also not like American or English as you can also hear. I'm, <laughs> Um, I'm like a mix, a German-Italian mix, you can say. My mom is German, my dad is Italian. Um, I was born and grew up in Germany most of the time. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I was not actually planning to be become a wedding celebrant, pretty much also because I didn't know this job was existing. 
as you know, I mean, wedding celebrant is not something very common in France or in most European countries because we are always just getting married at the city hall or at the church. But until like, let's say 15, 10 years ago, there was nothing else possible. So this uh, wedding officiant is becoming more and more popular in European countries as well, but not since such a long time. So still now, when I tell my relatives or my grandma what I'm doing, they don't really understand. My grandma was saying like, you're kind of a priest or what is that? Which is of course not the case. Um, or they think like I'm, I'm working in an office in an administration or something. So yeah, it's still something pretty new here. So of course, back then I didn't know this wasn't my goal to become a wedding celebrant. And it was actually um, kind of my husband who gave me the idea. So my husband is a, a wedding photographer in Paris. Um, he was, he used to do like uh, travel photography and um, photojournalism. That's also okay. when we met. We met like 14 years ago in China when I was uh, studying. I did a one year study abroad in China and he was working there already as a photographer and was learning the Chinese. And that's where we met. Mm -hmm. Very obvious, right? Where Obviously. Else yeah. guy? <laughs> what are the odds of that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so after that, I was, um, I always wanted to become a journalist and that's what I did. And he was um, continuing on his photography path, but that led him to Paris where he started his lifestyle and wedding photography business. Um, so his name is Paris photographer Pierre Torsay, just so that we're not talking about a person that nobody <laughs> can refer to. Maybe you heard about him. Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he did this job, whereas I was um, a journalist. And I already loved very much what he was doing here because for me, it was just very inspiring how he was creating and capturing special moments for his couples that were traveling to Paris from all over the world celebrating their engagement, elopement, wedding, or other special celebrations. And um, I, I just loved what he was doing. And so one day, one of his couples was asking him, do you know a wedding officiant that you can recommend to us? And well, we were like, what is a wedding officiant? We were looking it up and my husband pretty much casually just said like, hey, don't you think that would be something for you? Because you love writing, you're good with people, and you always love creating special moments for others. So why don't you do that? And I was like, no, I'm a journalist. That's my path. You know, I can just change it now just like that. And yeah, so um, I wasn't really, you know, I didn't really explore this option so much more at that time, but it kind of stuck with me mm -hmm. because I still like the idea. and. So I carried it a bit around with me for a while right. and was thinking about it a little bit until one day I just felt like, okay, you know what? I just have to try that. Um, so I gave it a shot. And I think the first ceremony, I mean, the first ceremony I officiated, I was hooked. I just knew, okay, this is exactly what I wanted to do. So yeah, I packed my bags, I moved to Paris and here I am. That was and of course, it had like also the nice side effect mm -hmm. or main effect, however you want to call it, that I finally could be with my husband as we had like a nine year long distance relationship before. So this is quite a positive wow. thing well. There's already <laughs> plenty of destinations and visions in your, in your path, uh, meeting in China, coming to, coming to live in France and in Paris. How do you think your, your foreigner vision helped you to capture the best moments for your couples in Paris? You mean that I'm not from Paris? 
Yes. Originally, yeah. Well, I think um, the good thing was that I was also exploring Paris, just as my many of my couples do. They're here for often, very often, for the first time, or like maybe third or second time, but still for them, it's a foreign country. I'm always, I'm almost just working with people traveling from other countries to Paris. So I think that was like one thing, you know, I was exploring it the same way they were exploring it. And I, I also know how it feels when you're not in your own country, either for living somewhere else or also getting married somewhere else, because I didn't get married in Paris or in Germany. I got married in Japan because, I don't know, for my husband and I, we met in China. We have been traveling and working a lot in Asia. So for us, it was just, that's just our place somehow. And Japan was still on our bucket list. So we said like, well, let's elope there. So I also understand this side, you know, you go to a country where you don't speak the language you just love this country you want to have a great moment there and well yeah. you have to figure that out so i think i can very much relate to my couples in this regard and this also helped you uh when you and pierre got married in uh, in japan to have this experience uh, outside your your home home country and find some maybe some vendors to help you create these moments in uh Oh yeah, totally. I mean, we had to rely on vendors there, on the photography we booked there and so on, because, well, we have never been there before. And mm -hmm. yeah, so it's, it's very important that you find people that you feel comfortable with and that can, that can accompany you on your little yeah. adventure, you know? Definitely an adventure, especially in Japan. Wow, that, that must be a, a great memory for both of you. It is, it is. And uh, how do you proceed? The couples, they are reaching out to you and then what's going on? Well, we're talking a lot, I would say. I mean, most of the time via email, of course, because we have a big time difference with most of my couples. Most of my couples come from the US, from Canada, from Australia. So really the other side of the world. So the easiest way to communicate is email. We're exchanging a whole bunch of emails before. Sometimes we're, we're going on a call, depending a bit what kind of ceremony or what kind of event they're planning. But yeah, communication is key because I want to get to know my couples. I want to create a moment for them that is really special and unique for them and personal. I don't like these, you know, that's, I think that's a great advantage of having a wedding celebrant officiating your wedding. It's not like at the city hall where it's a legal matter and it's a yeah. very like short and most of the time impersonal ceremony. Like it was the same for me. I had to do my civil ceremony in France to get legally married. I couldn't do that in Japan. And this thing was done in like five minutes. Yeah. Like the, the mayor came even hit came in in the yellow t-shirt I still remember that and I, it was so weird you know because we were like a bridal gone and so on and he was in his t-shirt and it was so quick and he did kind of a standard thing of course you know but there's not there's nothing like personal or romantic so I think this is so important because that's the big opportunity that you have with a wedding celebrant or efficient ceremony that you can make it completely yours and that it can reflect your personalities your your own vision of the world, of your relationship, and so on. So I think it's very important. That's why I want to get to know my couples as good as possible. That's the thing, yeah. Most of the, most of the time I found out that uh, women in general are very enthusiastic about <laughs> sharing details about their relationship and how they met and everything. But the guys, it's not that they're not enthusiastic. <laughs> Maybe we lack this talent of communication and... Uh, maybe sharing our feelings sometimes. So do you provide help or any guidance for uh, 
couples you know, in general and especially for guys <laughs> i you know i don't think it's a problem i don't think it needs a lot of words to say much so okay. it is true that i made the same experience that very often i get like i'm sending out questionnaires to my couples to you know to get um and i i also tell them like you can send them to me you can send them back to me separately so you have a little surprise on your wedding day so very yes. often i experience the same like she is sending me a very long questionnaire back and he just has a very few quick answers it's not Definitely. always the case. sometimes it's the other way yeah. around but it can happen at the same time i never felt it's a it's a big issue you know i don't want to force someone to say things he's not comfortable with you know it's mm -hmm. um they share what they want to share with me and it's my job as a professional to make a ceremony out of that and so far i still always could do something you know even <laughs> if some answers were a bit shorter it's not a big problem and i feel it's the same for the vows i don't i provide help of course i often tell my couple send the vows to me before if you like to mm -hmm. but i don't want to change them or anything because they have to express what they are feeling it's all about that you know the ceremony but of course i can provide some guidance in the way that i can say well your vows are really long and yours are quite short it's not a problem for me just if you're not feeling comfortable with that now you know or i can say like well you are very serious in your vows and you're doing a lot of jokes not mm -hmm. a problem for me but if you feel like it could be nicer to you know mm -hmm. Try balance to find some balance. Bit, yeah. Then it's up to you. So that's more or less the guidance guidance I'm providing, and also maybe a bit before they start writing the vows, I can just give them a few tips and hints how to start that. Because sitting in front of a blank paper with all <laughs> the feelings that you want to bring out somehow is not that easy. I totally get that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you probably know that, but you're very famous in the little world of French <laughs> weddings. Um, I don't. <laughs> you're working. I mean, I had I had guests on the show who talked talked a lot of good things about you. Um, do you feel like uh, you're part of a big team in the industry, such as uh, yeah. hair makeup artists, uh, wedding officiants, wedding planners? Uh, I think we're all working together. Uh, we're all independent, but yeah. you're you're ending up collaborating a lot. I think, especially for the preparation of a wedding. What's your views on that? Uh, yeah, I I feel the same. I'm really very thankful that I got to meet so so many great people working in the wedding industry, starting with other officiants, which I always enjoy exchanging with. But of mm -hmm. course, many photographers that we are yeah. working with, makeup artists, florists, and so on and so on. And I'm really really very thankful because, and it's people from all over the world, which is great, you know, just to get all these kind of experiences and input from different sides and to grow with each mm -hmm. other so i really love a lot working with um different vendor wedding vendors in paris and i also love recommending them when i can but i of course also love working with my husband which i'm doing Obviously. as often as i can mm -hmm. but of course we do have independent businesses um and we're often booked separately and we both enjoy very much working with other vendors and recommend other vendors as well but if it happens and we're booked together we're very happy about it because well <laughs> simply we know each other since a very long time we know each other's approaches um 
And it, we're, we're literally working side by side in our offices here back home, you know, so right. we can just communicate and coordinate pretty quickly and very easily, which is also, of course, great for, for the couples we have together because it's just a bit simpler for them. Right. And um, do you feel like, uh, I mean, some people, they're, uh, they're hiring you as an efficient mm -hmm. and uh, many many times they're asking you more information more recommendation more mm -hmm. stuff to know how we can do that this and that do you feel like you're a wedding planner sometimes um yeah it depends like in for a way weddings, for bigger weddings they very often do have a wedding planner but it's true like for elopements for smaller events like that yes i mm. i think they sometimes feel like i'm part of the planning yeah. team let's say that and mm -hmm. i mean I'm, i'm happy to give them as many tips as i can and recommendations because well we all know very many other vendors that are doing a great job so why shouldn't i share some names that's no problem at all and also Definitely. of course um which is in, in what we're doing very important that we can recommend them at what time of the day they should have their ceremony because well oh, yeah. are outdoors in Paris most of the time mm -hmm. which means um evening time is not that great because it's just too busy and you still don't want to have too many other people joining your ceremony that you have never yeah. met before so mm -hmm. like things like we should better do it in the morning or uh, that I can recommend them some ceremony locations um depending on their taste I mean what kind of buildings they want to have in their background but also if they want to have just something like super stunning or if it's more important for them to just be more quiet and intimate and not many people around. So yeah, of course, all that. I mean, it's also, it's our job in this regard anyway, because it's the ceremony is our part, you know? Yeah. And, but of course it has some, some planning or coordination qualities in this regard. Yeah. They all, they all think that we're supposed to know. And sometimes they're like, yeah, of course yeah, <laughs> I, I need to know that. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's true. What about, the covid situation i guess you yeah. suffered a little bit about the situation as everyone in the industry because of the travel bans mainly yeah. and also the health health situation how did you come up with some solutions to keep providing uh, your service to guests mm -hmm. or anything like that yeah yeah it's you're totally right it's really devastating this year i'm just super sad to see that, I mean, pretty much all of my couples had to postpone their wedding because, well, as I mentioned, I'm mainly working with people traveling from all over the world. There is not much yeah. going on at the moment. So, yeah, they all had to reschedule and some of them even cancel, which is just very sad. And I just felt how, how heartbroken they were and how you know, stressed about the situation. So, mm -hmm. of course, I can't change anything about the travel ban right now. But... Um, There are still other ways to make things happen if they cannot wait any longer. I mean, many, most of my couples, I think for you, it's the same. They have rescheduled to next year and I hope it's going to work out and we can have all these weddings Hopefully. finally next year. Um, but it's true too that for some it doesn't work because they just maybe cannot reschedule to next year because they have other obligations. They have, um, they cannot take holidays anymore because of their job and so on. So this happened with one of my couples. They had already rescheduled oh, yeah. once to just mm -hmm. later in the year. And then it was impossible again because of the travel ban. And they just told me like, look, um, we, we just, we just want to get married now. We don't want to wait any longer. 
And we also, we're just, not, we're just not sure if we can travel to Paris next year because we have like, we're taking on new jobs and we don't know if we can take the vacation at that time. Mm -hmm. So are you, would you be crazy enough to officiate our ceremony via Zoom? So oh my God. kind of Zoom wow. ceremonies, I heard about it before. It's pretty much um, you have a ceremony by a video call. So either the officiant or the guests or both of them are not at the same place as the couple is, but they're, they can be in different places. They're sharing kind of a screen. They see each other, they hear each other, but can be at different places, which is, of course, in this situation, um, a good solution because, Absolutely, well, yeah. Many countries have been on a lockdown for very long. We're on a lockdown right now again. Mm -hmm. um, many, many people have health conditions. They're just, it, it happened to some of my couples too, that their relatives, you know, some older relatives, it was just too dangerous for them yeah. to attend the wedding. Um, and many, many more things like that. So um, it was, it's, it's just a great solution to still make it happen if you don't want to wait any longer. And also for couples to still have a bit of Paris for their ceremony, even if they cannot travel to Paris mm -hmm. right here, right now. So in the beginning, I'm, I must say I was a bit skeptical because I'm, I'm, I'm very much, I want to have this personal relation, you know, just I want to see people and feel them and have them here. You yeah. know? And I was a bit, I'm, I wasn't sure if this is going to work over the screen. But it actually worked out pretty well. So um, we, we did it like that. They were, we were both in a park. They were in San okay. Francisco and Golden Gate Park in the morning because Amazing. they wanted to be quiet, you know, not many people around as they wanted to exchange their vows, which was great. For me, it was late afternoon in Paris. I was okay. going to Parc Monceau, which was the ceremony location that we had agreed on already before. Mm -hmm. So they could actually kind of be with me there I mean so to say you know they had the park yeah. in the background and I was showing them around a bit in the park before we did the ceremony so at least they had a bit of Paris there and at the same time um, the bride's mom she passed away not so long ago so we were including okay. a ritual for her mom where I was um, laying down her favorite flower on the little bridge in Parc Monceau so she was Amazing. symbolically present with us during the ceremony and she was also in Paris. So for the bride, it was very important. And you know, those were the moments where we were all crying a bit. Mm -hmm. Later on, we were laughing all together. And here I just felt like, okay, this is working. Even through the screen, we still can share emotions, which is the most important thing in a wedding ceremony. You know, we still can share this special moment. And so, yeah, I think it worked great and i'm happy to do it again for anyone who cannot wait anymore until next year or even later and i i actually have another zoom ceremony booked for the end of the year where i'm gonna have the sparkling eiffel tower in the background oh, i think it's a good solution and i had the feedback too from other couples um that they are considering that because not just because of the health situation but for some mm -hmm. couples it's a big dream to come to paris but it's not always possible you know there, there are some restrictions um you, maybe their family situation maybe their work situation maybe their financial situation doesn't allow mm -hmm. a big trip to paris yeah. so this is still an option to to have a bit of paris with you on your wedding day. I've seen this Instagram post yeah. that you presented and I've seen the, the couple. And yeah. I have to say that it's a great, great idea because as you say, in our mentality, uh, pre-COVID, like as yeah. we can say, uh, this looks a bit like 
a crazy, ridiculous ID. Yeah. But I think in the future, many, many, many things and events and moments are going to be shared online due to the yeah. situation. So I think in this way, you're some kind of pioneer in it. And <laughs> I really, really approve your idea. And I think this is the best thing to do. And uh, congratulations for taking the first step because there will be many, many people imitating it for sure <laughs> in many others industry. You can offer it to your couples too, you know, the, the yeah. ones cannot travel. So try as a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good situation <laughs> because, open. as you say, we can we can still share emotions through yeah. the screen, even if we're not physically present. And um, yeah, that works. That yeah. makes sense. This is and a good you know, reaction to the situation. And you know, the whole preparation of the ceremony was the same. It was the same, you know, process into the ceremony than I would with couples who are traveling to Paris. So this remains the same just that we cannot be at the same place which is sad but well very true in our situation right now good we have to adapt i think and yeah. this is a great way to do it and this situation hopefully is not gonna last forever but we will always have paris I think. So. <laughs> yeah <I do. laughs> is there anything that you want to share with the audience about your future plans or anything you have in mind today well i just I think it's, it's the same words that you just said. I hope that the situation is improving soon and that I can meet all my couples that weren't able to travel to Paris this year, finally next year. I can't <laughs> wait. And if not, that we'll find other solutions like this one, for example, the Zoom ceremony or any other. I'm, I'm open for everything, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, just, I think we just need to stay positive right now, work together as much as we can, and yeah, just... Just look forward to the better times to come and enjoy and celebrate them when they're there. Crossing finger for 2021. I cannot oh, yeah. disagree with that. Uh, thank you so much, Laura, for being part of the show. Um, so where could people find you online? Um, they can find uh, my website, which is theparisofficient.com. Mm -hmm. Same uh, on Instagram and Facebook. It's The Paris Efficient. She's everywhere, guys. <laughs> You'll find out. So I will put the website in the show notes as always. Thank Thanks. you so much, Laura. And I'll see you next time. Pretty sure. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.